Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Welcome back, everybody, to the My Favorite Sister podcast. Hello, hello. I was imagining that I was in an ASMR video because I was doing like this. This is what they always do. <laughs> Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Elizabeth ASMR from Los Angeles. <laughs> Did you get one of those mics that has like the two ears on it? Or <laughs> no, they always use these the, the Yeti mics, which is what I use, I feel like. Um, Interesting. I had one I watched yesterday, try their AirPods or whatever, the not the pods, but the earbuds with the cord and then the Yeti. And they're like, which one sounds better? I was like, they sound exactly the same. same. But okay. So well, I know there's isn't... like, you know, some like OG, like YouTube ASMR oh, people. Sure. And they have like microphones where it's like two-sided. So that way when you're like listening to it, it's the sounds only in one ear or the other. And so that's huh. why you're like supposed to listen to it with headphones. It has, like, a name, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. That's too technical. I just watched um, for the But I think you just, but you watched, like, the TikTok movements. ones, which I'm like, how long these days can a TikTok even be? Is I it think long three enough? minutes is the longest. Yeah. Is that even um, long enough for, like, anything ASMR? I feel like ASMR is always, like, super long videos to, like, make you fall asleep. It takes me more um, than three minutes to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have watched a lot of the YouTube ones as well, um, but... I like the ASMR because I can usually, like, just kind of find different people, see what's triggering it. Because it's not all the – I mean, I think everyone has their own ASMR triggers, you know? And you kind yeah, of don't know sure. until you start watching and you're like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> – so anyways, that's my ASMR talk. That's ASMR talk. <laughs> everyone cared about that. Um, if anyone's interested, the ones I like on TikTok are um, – Whispering Willow ASMR and then Luna Bloom ASMR. Um, those are probably my two most frequented, but and then on YouTube ASMR Darling. But that's my AS- ASMR recommendations. It all sounds very soothing, like Will- Willow, Whispering Willow, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever yeah. Bloom the other one you said was. I'm like, ooh, sounds very soothing. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. You know, sometimes you need to just chill out a little bit. I had a facial this week, so that oh, was my nice. chill out time. I also had a hair appointment on Saturday, and then next week I have the hair does um, look a little, yeah, you know. it's much frostier, uh, back to normal because I've been doing like half heads um, before, like going back to Virginia in October and stuff. So I haven't had my full head highlighted in quite a while. So it was a full head this time, so it's nice and sm- frosty, and then also blown super straight. And this time she kind of did it like almost in a bob style blowout instead of like doing curls and stuff and waves and i was like oh who 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 is this victoria beckham who like (laughs) i was like wow i actually look 31 now like with this like very like not necessarily severe but it's like very very sleek and straight with like no um beveling or waves or anything yeah and then this thursday on thanksgiving i have a massage and then the thursday after that i have botox and then the thursday after that i have another facial 
And then it's back in America. Well, I had to fit everything in, one, before Christmas, because things here, like, book up so far in advance, and also before going back to the DMV. So I just got every one thing every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, getting a massage after this recording, actually. Uh, this afternoon, I was... Oh, that sounds nice. Like, I should maybe squeeze one in because I, you know, have this place where I get, like, a credit every month. And I was like, I don't think I've used it yet for November. And I feel like Thanksgiving week, even though we've already said Happy Thanksgiving on a previous episode, (laughs) it's actually this week. And it's going to be stressful. So, as Thanksgivings are. Yeah, this will be my first time. I'm looking at my hair now. I'm like, God, I should try to get an appointment in. It's looking real streaky, but... It I know. Well, it, it might have gotten to the point where it was, like, so far grown out that then it looked like it was on purpose and it looked pretty good. It looked like a purposeful root shadow, but I was mm-hmm. like, let's freshen it all up uh, and then I'll go back in January for The problem is my lady, whenever I text her, I'm like, hey, can I come in? She'll be like, yeah, I have an availability at, like, Tuesday at 1. And I'm like, no, I need your first available weekend. I have a full-time job. I I can't yeah. just. That's why I always, I always book super in advance because, like. Yeah, for facials, I go Thursdays at 7 p.m., so I take, like, the last slot on Thursdays with my girl, and then, so I usually book those, like, two or three appointments in advance, um, and then for hair, it's like, yeah, I always book the next one out, because she'll be like, Saturday, first thing, in eight weeks? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. I kind of have no schedule. I feel like pre-COVID, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to be good, I'm going to go, like, every mm. three to four months, you know, like, not usually, like, when I go every year, and my hair is a mess. <laughs> And then COVID hit, and yeah, I just things, got my hair done. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't do, like, no, my off. nails or anything. Mm-hmm. There's some mm-hmm. things, like, for me, like, facials and hair appointments are, like, sacrosanct. So I'm like, I put those in the calendar first, and everything else can work around those things. Um, yeah, like, those are definitely, for me, more important. But I haven't gotten a massage, I mean, honestly, since I moved. So it's been almost, like, three years. So I haven't really? been in the UK. So we'll see how it is. Um, my massage is with the same um, girl that I get my facial from because here the beauty technicians do all the treatments. Like, it's not Mm. separated. Um, Pretty, You know, they Mm -hmm. all do it. So, um, you know, she knows that I have a lot of tension in my neck from from doing, like, little mini five-minute massages while I have, like, a face mask on at the facial. Mm. So I'll just be like, just give it all you've got. (laughs) Jess, just give it all you've got. I know. I feel like they give me the same lecture every time. They're like, you've got a lot of tension up there. You should, like, stretch your neck more or whatever when you're working. I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. <laughs> like, that's why I'm coming here. This is yeah. my preventative measures. Like, For coming real. to this massage is to try to help with the, sorry, situation. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about ASMR and, like, on YouTube and stuff. I feel like, you know, the YouTube algorithm, it must just know when you're, like, in your 30s because now I just get so many recommended, like, chiropractic videos mm-hmm. and, like, and like ways to stretch like from sitting at your desk all day i'm like cool cool i'm like yeah i I definitely want someone to just like crack my whole spine sounds great and like or sorry realign to align it they're not you know they're not cracking it it's they're you know doing an alignment or adjustment i did have a massage therapist tell me that i need to go to the chiropractor so i should probably (laughs) do that in the new year hey maybe we can do that uh over christmas there's a chiropractor across the street from mom's house or i actually have a friend from high school who's a chiropractor uh let's go to them can we get a like discount i mean maybe <laughs> sometimes i think about going to it's one of those you know, friends where like they i remember them but like they probably uh, wouldn't remember me and so like it that would be fine because normally when you, there's high school people it's like a runaway like <laughs> but this would be this would be fine it would be, it would be um like 
undercover enough. I think about, you know, I have a friend who's a dentist from high school, like, was a good high school friend and still a friend. And I think about sometimes, like, should I just try to go to him, like, for dentist work when I go home? But then it's like, that seems weird, because I feel like I've seen him do so many, like, things, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's hard to, like, be like, I don't know if I trust you. I'm sure you're you're great, but I just... Actually, that's a good point, though, because I'm thinking I do need to go to the dentist when I'm home this time. I didn't have enough time in October. So, yeah, maybe I'll call call them up because I need I need Dad a ex- I know, I need an extreme deep cleaning and one here because of COVID, they like weren't really doing those. Um and also they just don't do the same level of like cl- cleaning care. It's just different. Um so I was like, no, I need a I need like a full scraping of my teeth like intensely, I'm sure after like two and a half years of not going to the dentist. <laughs> and they're just going to be like your teeth are not bleeding cuz we're poking them with a metal thing they're mm. blinkers you don't floss yeah. yeah um i need to find a dentist as well because i hated my dentist pre-covid and i had gone like just before covid got bad mm. and i was like i gotta find a new dentist but i had to like change my health care plan or whatever yeah so that finally happened and then it's been covid and like obviously exactly. i have not gone jack signed, so. up, jack signed up for like the dental plan thing here it's like 20 bucks a month or whatever and you get like two cleanings a year and he signed up literally, like, right before COVID. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just wait. <laughs> and he's gone, like, once or twice, like, in the last year and a half, like, once they've started allowing appointments again. But I was like, well, is the cleaning back to, like, the full standard? And he's like, no, it still isn't. So I was like, no, I need them to use, yeah. like, the manual electric cleaning brush because it's been so long. So I feel like what sucks is, like, yeah, like, I was doing good, you know, going every six months. Like, I've had times when I've been really bad about the dentist. I hate going to the dentist. Mm-hmm. But I've been good. Even though I hated my dentist, and then I was ready to like make a switch, and then so now it's hard. It's hard to find a new dentist because yeah. you just never know what you're gonna get, and mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. So I really need to do that. Before I left Virginia, I had Invisalign done, so I still wear my retainer at night, like almost every night. But I'm like, mm, it's a few years old now, so I probably need to also call up uh, Doctor Frankenberry and be like, Yo, I need a new, <laughs> a new retainer to get me through the next like three to five years thanks but also I felt like she was looking in my mouth so if she saw something she would have been like yo you need to go to the dentist like (laughs) well I feel like I should get a discount on my dental cleaning at his office because I'm just sending all of the family there I'll be like go yeah you should um referrals do I get a discount it's true yeah referrals right I'll be like oh yeah free cleaning free (laughs) x-rays free free filler uh I wonder yeah. if he's going to start doing the, you know how like some dentists can do Botox in your jaw or whatever, because like the mm-hmm. TMJ or whatever jaw stress, yeah. I'm like, I need that, I think. I don't think I have TMJ, but I do get, I do get uh, stressful jaw things. But anyways, yeah, I'm going to be like, I'm going to, if you go to him, I'm going to be like, I need a discount. Can I get a free <laughs> teeth cleaning? I know. Well, I just forgot that he was a dentist, so I'm like, perfect. It's like over in like Ashburn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. There we go. Um, I think... My Lauren, who we've talked about on this pod before, and you know, obviously Sarah, but her husband goes and she's like, I just can't go. It's too weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think that's fair. But I mean, is he, would he, he actually be, see the here, they don't, the like hygienist, like it's actually oh. the dentist that cleans your teeth. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Obviously in America, yeah, it's, it's all weird. I'm like, what? I was like, is hygienist not like a thing? But apparently not. Well, maybe that'd be better because, honestly, the hygienist can make or break a place. Like, the dentist is really, like, doesn't matter. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I feel like the dentist, like, let me, the dentist I had I was fine, but it's like the office and the hygienist were the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, they just got, like, worse and worse. Like, every, like when I first started going, Same. it was fine, and then it just, like, went downhill. So then, but I was on HMO, so I couldn't, like, easily switch, and it had been a whole thing, so. Change. But yeah, that's enough dental talk for for the week. Um, <laughs> before we get into well, any other anything else going on? Not really. No. No. Just like trying to prep for the next few weeks of holidayness. Really. Totally. I know. I'm in full like ball of stress mode. I feel like for the holidays. I feel like some people relax in the holidays. I don't do that. I'm just full ball of stress. <laughs> For the holidays. Yeah, you should. I should relax? Yeah. We got a, we got a whole schedule now. I don't know. What's the problem? I don't know. I saw the, the, all the uh, guilt gets thrown at me. <laughs> I don't let, I'm not good at letting it wash off my back, but I'll try. But yes, I do appreciate putting together a schedule, so I didn't have to do it. Um, I had some free time. There you go. Oh, this week's been... I feel like the past couple weeks have been like crazy at work, so... I've not had my free time to do things, mm. but um, hopefully this week, after I get my massage, I can also sit by the pool or in a hot tub and sip mm. some cocktails. And that would make me feel that relaxed. Sounds nice. That sounds nice. That would make me feel relaxed. Okay. Yeah. And just have chill vibes. Real quick, before we get into our main topic of conversation, I did get a text from friend and listener. Oh, yeah. Kara. Um... And she wanted us to watch and react to a trailer. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So I don't know how we want to do this because we're obviously not going to like make everyone listen in as we watch this trailer. <laughs> but um, maybe we well, pause. I feel, like if, if we, <laughs> I feel like if we both kind of start hit play on the trailer at the same time because we'll hear it in our earbuds. And then our, like, reactions live to it will be on the microphones. Mm. And if it doesn't work, then I'll just cut it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it'll work. I mean, I'm like, should we watch it on our phones? Like, I don't know. Um, okay, so anyway, so everyone else could potentially watch along. I'm going to tell you the trailer. If you haven't already watched it, please cue it up or just cue it up in general. Let me find it. Where's your text? Where's your text? Okay. Yeah, what's the, what's the movie called? It's called... Okay. This was the request... From Kara. Hopefully she's fine with me name checking around this podcast. I'm not saying her last name, so there's probably like a million Karas out there. So. <laughs> okay. Can you please do a quick take on podcast of this real life movie trailer? And it's called Marry <laughs> Me and it has J-Lo and Owen Wilson in it. Um, I did, after you sent me the link, I did Google it to be like, what? And then I saw that it was like J-Lo and Owen Wilson and I didn't go any further. So. Now I will say... <laughs> Before we watch this, I think I was watching maybe like Bachelor Riot or something the other night, and because it was definitely on TV, and we don't watch so much live TV. That's like the only show we watch live, and I feel like they had like a teaser for the trailer or something like that because it was literally just like clips from the movie, but there was no context. It wasn't like a trailer because you were like, "What's happening?" It's just like a scene from and the movie. It wasn't even scenes. It was like cut together scenes. Like it seemed like it was like kind of a music video-y sort of things. And like things were happening. You're like, what is this? It was so oh, confusing. I was like, was that a trailer? And then she sent me this. And I'm like, I so I'm curious to see if this is 
Like, is the actual trailer, is this the same teaser trailer? Because mm. if it's the teaser yeah. trailer, it'll be confusing, I feel like, for everyone. Yeah. Okay, so the one I have open on my computer is official trailer from Universal Pictures YouTube channel. I'm sure that's it. Is Hold that on. the one you have? Um, well, I gotta pull it up on YouTube for watching on YouTubes. Do-do-do. I feel like my computer can't handle this. Both being on the <laughs> podcast. All right, which one are you watching? I have like uh, Entertainment Tonight is the first one that came up for me. Oh no, I have Universal Pictures. Okay, that's the one, right? Technically, mine's Universal Pictures UK. Actually, okay, well, I'm sure it's, it's the same. The same. <laughs> is is it starting with like some girls in tank tops? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hard to say. In the freeze frame. Hold on. I mean the the screenshot is just her in this like bridal gown. Marry me official trailer. I mean, I'm sure it's the same as 335. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Universal Pictures is probably exactly the same. Okay, how are we going to do this? Like a 3-2-1 situation? Yep. All right. 3, 2, 1, play! So I feel like you had zero reactions well, so Well, I was just far. like, I couldn't hear what you, I could see your mouth moving, and I couldn't hear what you were saying. So I was like, I don't even know if she'd be able to hear my reactions. It's okay. Oh, I have reactions. So we've watched the trailer. We watched the trailer. So you pause the podcast. Yes. And uh, watch the trailer. And then we have also watched the trailer. And basically, I can think I'm like cracking up because will I go and see it in a theater? No. Would I watch it on streaming? Absolutely. Would I watch it on a plane? It's like perfect plane movie yes, material. Yes, perfect plane movie. Yes. It's basically like every single contemporary romance little you know book that's written because they all have tropes there's like enemies to lovers friends to lovers um arranged marriage is a big one so mm. you know having to like do a pretend relationship oh, so this is like a double whammy for sure yeah it's got fake relationship and arranged you know spontaneous marriage trope it's got all it's brilliant i think I'm, so that's I'm like is... is it based off of a movie because it's the movie reincarnation of most contemporary romance books i think my question is is like why are either of them doing this movie like i feel like <laughs> j-lo especially is like too good for this you know what i mean like yeah what is true. happening i don't know she, i feel like she hasn't done any like film acting in a while except she did hustlers she did hustlers which i haven't uh, seen but you know i heard but she hasn't done any like kind of rom-coms in a while and that no, used look, to be like her her bread and butter i agree and also owen wilson i feel like hasn't done much he's on loki um, yeah but he's done like a few kind of more artsy type films recently, whereas, you know, maybe 10 years ago, he did a lot of mixture of, like, comedies and rom-coms. I guess I'm stuff, not so. I don't know. trying to say that J-Lo's too good for a rom-com, because I feel like that's, that's where she came up. You know, that's like, as you said, her bread and mm-hmm. butter. I just feel like this one, <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> just, maybe because they were like, okay, the, the lead character, she is, like, a you know, a singer, a dancer, who could that be? And yeah. they're like, ah, oh, J-Lo. So she's just, like, playing a version of herself? Of herself. Like... Maybe. <laughs> so basically, like, I mean, if you have, obviously everyone watched the trailer, but the premise is, like, she's supposed to get married at a concert to the guy she's dating, which already seems like a dumb thing to do. Like, yeah, definitely. what city are you doing it in? Like, like okay, this seems dumb. He gets caught cheating on her, so she, instead she picks a guy out of the audience, a.k.a. Owen Wilson, who's holding some sign, which I have to imagine if it was the Marry Me tour that everyone would have a sign Marry Me. I don't know why he's the only True. one 
that has a sign that says that? So she's like, sure. You know, with his, with his blonde hair, he just stood out like a beacon. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, so she says, yeah, I'll marry you. And then they get married. And then they're strangers that are married now. And yep. he's a teacher really? and she's a pop star. And yeah, well, they, so it's like he, he lives this normal life. And, you know, she just she can learn to be normal. Well, it's she's like, Jenny from the block. Right. Of course, she can learn to be normal. <laughs> So, oh, it's just, it has, like, I don't know, and I feel like the tone of the movie, it was, like, I feel like at points it's trying to be serious, and at points mm-hmm. it's trying to be funny. They, like, throw Sarah Silverman in there, like, it's funny. Don't worry, it's funny. <laughs> but also, he's, like, I don't know, had a wife, and now she's gone. I can't He's a single guy, already, that's all we know. Yeah, Artie cannot recall if the, like, you know, wife passed away or if she just left. I forget oh, what the daughter said. Oh, I don't even remember if she said anything, but yeah, if she did, I missed that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be, look, yeah, to your point, will I go see it in a movie theater? No. Will I watch it on a plane? For sure. And you know what? Yeah. I feel like they need to do more rom-coms. Let me just say that. Because I feel like yeah, they have fallen out of fashion, been... and I don't understand why. It's very true. We haven't had... Um, much good rom-com content in a very long time. I just feel like, like there hasn't been, like, a new entry. Like, we haven't had something get added to the classic rom-com It's very true. Bible. Because we've had, there's, like, the different time. eras, right? Because there was, like, the Hanks, Meg Ryan era. Sure. And then we had the McConaughey era. Yep. And I feel like we haven't had, like, many good ones in a long time. You know, you had the F Julia on. Roberts, obviously Richard Gere, Julia Roberts yeah, era. Ju- Julia Roberts, yep, definitely. Um, yeah, there's just I feel like they tried to do like a Sandra Bullock era. It kind of worked, kind of didn't. Like yeah. Hugh Granty. I, I feel like, but I'm just thinking about like what's the last like what would you say like the last like rewatchable classic rom com has oh. been? Since you said Sandra Bullock, now all I can think of is like their proposal, maybe. Yeah, I guess, but I feel like that has there been anything even... like since then. But I feel like even more so than that, we would watch like How to Lose a Guy. Yeah, in 10 days I feel like How to Lose a Guy that. in Ten Days is the last like one that people have it's rewatched like, so and is like iconic. a classic. Yeah, rom com. Yeah. The proposal is good, but like I have not rewatched the proposal. Right, I've seen it one time, and like I think there's a difference between like a movie people watch and they're like that was cute but then there's like ones that are just like this is an iconic rom-com and it's now in the yeah. rom-com like bible for sure and i feel like how to lose the guy in 10 days is maybe the last yeah because i can't really think of any that have reached that mark since then there's been like some attempts but yeah i can't think of any so i'm saying i don't think marry me is gonna be like on the list <laughs> but I would be okay if they started to do some more rom-com. Let's get a new, like, It Girl. Who's our new, like, rom-com yeah. It Girl? Well, that was when I was thinking of, like, the different eras. I'm like, who's the new rom-com It Girl and also the new rom-com kind of, like, It Guy? Because it's like, who would... I was going to ask you who you would think of, like, if you were to cast a rom-com right now. Like, who would it be? Because it's like, oh, we had all those, you know, guys who kind of had rom-coms as their... You know, they made a few and then kind of pivoted gears. But it's like, I can't even think of anyone. Well, to be honest, I'm wondering if, like, I mean, I don't even, wouldn't necessarily consider them rom-coms, but, like, I'm thinking of, like, The Kissing Booth and To All the Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, like, those are, like, because I immediately thought of, like, Noah Centineo, but I don't even know if he's, like, funny, quote-unquote. 
I think it depends on yeah. what you want the guy to be, right? Is he, like, the funny best friend who becomes a love interest, or is he the hot guy that, like... True. Meets the hot girl. We got, like, we got like, a little... We got, like, a little mini era of, like, Patrick Dempsey. Um, yeah. And, like, Ryan Gosling had, like, a sprinkling in there. But, yeah, there hasn't really... Or, like, with, um... I mean, even I mean, J-Lo had a big, time. A big one that we forgot, I think we always geared towards how to lose a guy in 10 days, but also probably, honestly, from that same year, if not, like, within a 12-month period, was Sweet Home Alabama. Mm, so that true. I feel like Reese Witherspoon like had a little... era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where there was a lot of... Yeah, Sweet Home Alabama is a good one, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are, you know, little outliers here and there for people, but, yeah, there hasn't been, like... There needs to be a run. There needs to be, like, a... Yeah, I don't know who that would be. Yeah, there just hasn't been one in such a long time. That was like... What about Hitch? His... When did Hitch come out? I feel like that's a really good one. <laughs> I think that's kind of from that similar, like, mid, like, like 2003 to 2006 era. Like... All right, well, if you can think of any, like, classic rom-coms from the past, you know... Five, ten years, maybe even. <laughs> right, in ten years might be. I was like, five might be a stretch. Maybe ten years. Five to ten know. years that we're not. There's re- the remembering. What's the what? Yeah, what year is the Ryan Gosling one from? The with, crazy uh, stupid love one. Whatever yeah, that one. Was what year is that from? I don't know. Probably like ten years ago, maybe. But to me, that movie's almost too serious. To yeah, be I wouldn't even a, call that like a rom com. It's like a dramedy. No, either. Yeah, I um, agree. I feel like the only one I can think of is um, what's that one called? He's just not that into you. But even yes. that, like, had its kind of, like, serious points. Yeah. I did like that one, though. But anyways, yeah. That was, if you from, the think... era, that was from the era of mega ensemble films. True. They did that one, and then they did all those, like, New Year's Day, Valentine's Day, like, all the crazy ensemble I think they tried to make, like, Ashton Kutcher, like, a new one of the rom-com leads. <laughs> like, he was in a bunch, I feel like. True. Yeah, but anyways, if, <laughs> if you can think of one that we're not, or if you have a recommendation for one, maybe we've missed a few that should be classics um hit us up on the instagram when we post this episode in the comments let us know yeah, maybe maybe sure. there's one we could watch for the pod what's the since you said ashton kutcher i was thinking mila kunis the one she was in with justin timberlake friends with benefits yeah because i feel like it's he did one at the same rom- time that was like whatever yeah it's technically a rom-com yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm down for them to come back though. I feel like movies now it's either like a Marvel movie or like some, like, you know, artsy film. Like it's yeah, okay to have very serious. I was I was very excited on the plane because they had the uh, body Hitman's Bodyguard two or whatever. Yeah, because I'd Hitman's watched the original bodyguard. one on a plane also, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I wonder if the second one's come out, because I knew the second one had like come out recently, and it was, and I was excited, and I was like, why aren't there movies, I feel like there needs to be more movies like this, like, there's, yeah. it's so, funny, I mean, it's well, low stakes, I don't. Kind of on on that note, we did watch two films uh, early this week, we watched Red Notice, which is the one with The Rock, mm-hmm. Gal Gadot, and, um, Is it good? Or, um, what's his face? Is it entertaining, <laughs> I guess? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was entertaining. I feel like it was, you know, again, it's, even though it's, like, an action movie, I was, like, so they're just trying to be, like, a, I was, like, it's just, like, is this scene just, like, straight from Indiana Jones? Like. <laughs> oh, I mean, every scene is stolen from Indiana Jones, you know what I mean? There's even yeah, something in the exactly. Princess Switch similar to, <laughs> to Indiana Jones. <laughs> true, true. Um, and then we also watched Jungle Cruise, because, mm. I don't know, Jack just was, like, let's watch Jungle Cruise, probably because we'd, like, not too long ago watched, like, the new Jumanji's, which also have The Rock. I think 
if I had to pick between the two, Red Notice was better. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Jungle Cruise could have been good, but then the premise was, like, all over the place. They kept, like, throwing in extra twists. And then they had Jack Whitehall, who is, in my opinion, very funny. And they just, like, didn't even... I was like, clearly he's here to be the comedic relief, but they didn't actually even give him any mm. funny lines to say. So I was like, what's the point of having him as, like, the sarcastic, funny British brother if you don't actually have him deliver any jokes? <laughs> <sighs> Sometimes it's questionable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so those are a little more low stakes... <laughs> Yeah. Action well, we, movies trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, we've been watching um, The Haunting of Hill House because it was supposed terrible. to be just up until Halloween, but we hadn't finished it, so we had to continue watching it. So one of the reasons I'm... I didn't say it earlier, but I'm tired today is because whenever we watch one of those, I, like, cannot sleep because I, like, close my eyes and I'm picturing scary yeah. things. Nope, Even though nope, nope. overall the show itself isn't, like... I'll admit, I like the show, and it wasn't, like so scary that it's like unwatchable for me which there are things for me that i'm like i i just cannot watch this mm-hmm. but there's just i think it's more like to be like not to it's more haunting like the images are haunting like than scary yeah but no thanks um yeah choosing between uh you know in this mid november time if we're lingering from halloween and it's like scary haunting things from halloween or we just dive right into cheesy Christmas. I'm like, give bring on the cheesy well, Christmas. Look, I'm down for cheesy Christmas as well, but we were like halfway for <laughs> like three episodes <laughs> in. We couldn't not finish it, you know. But um, I would well, I would have been like, hey Tim, you you can watch this on your own time. Well, no, I feel like there was like a mystery element to it too, kind of. So I was like, well, you've sucked me in with this mystery thing. I have to know what happens. <laughs> just watch it with like fingers. Over oh, your eyes. literally, I would just anytime I thought something. <laughs> And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is how I watch scary things. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. I there's just have... gonna be. I'm like, I can tell you there's going to be something. So I'm just preparing. <laughs> yeah, there's really only one like jump scare, which was nice. And it's funny because we had had dinner with some friends like a couple. Well, it's a couple weeks back now, like feel probably like a couple months ago now. But like they were like, oh, my God, you guys have never watched it. Like they're like, I was like, well, I don't really like scary things. They're like, it's really not that bad there's only like one jump scare and it's timed like perfectly so i feel like the whole time tim and i were just like when's that one jump scare gonna be (laughs) and it was it was timed perfectly and we were not expecting it um and i felt bad because like tim's ears had been like hurting because like some loud noise that had happened earlier and like i was sitting next to him and the jump scare happened i literally turned my head towards him and screamed right in his ear i'm like (laughs) i'm sure that helped sorry but I don't think that's my. And fault. I also just, I also just love when people who like like to watch scary things are like, it's not that scary, and I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, the people who watch all the scary things. So. Well, actually, yeah, I don't think these friends actually do watch all the scary things, so I felt like, okay, if they can watch it, I can maybe deal with it. But yeah, the hands were over my face. But then if I miss something, to be like, you have to watch this. Like I'm rewinding it. You know it's coming now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyways, but yes, so scary time is over. Finally. Good. And um, now we're moving on to cheesy Christmas stuff. You know, Perfect. we started that last week, but now we're into one of the big ones that we were yep. looking forward to. You know, we love a trilogy. We do. And this week, this week, we were graced with number three in the Princess Switch saga. Prin- Princess Switch 3 romancing the star i always think of romancing the stone like yes which was a very confusing 
That's one of my favorite mm-hmm. rom. Well, it's not even a rom com, but it kind of I is feel like from it is. the eighties. It is. It's a rom com, Indiana Jones from the eighties. I have them on DVD. I love those movies with Michael Douglas. It's great. Have you had Jack watch <laughs> one of those like, films? It's a very, it's a very confusing title because there's really nothing in the movie that is whatsoever related to romancing the stone. So I just don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I would say this movie in general, like afterwards. I think Tim put it best when he said, as a uh, Christmas movie, not great. As a Princess Switch movie, not great. As a, like, kind of heisty movie, heist? okay. <laughs> yeah. We've moved We've moved on to the heist category. Yeah. Which, that um, classic trope. Does that mean, does that mean, <laughs> that, Chris, that classic Christmas trope. That classic heist. trope. The heist. <laughs> the third one. You're always yeah, pulling the, out a heist. The first, one's, the first one's a love story. The second one's... A like coronation story, and the third one's a heist. So does that mean like the fourth one's going to be like a murder mystery? <laughs> I mean, they were just like, we're not doing babies. Move. They yeah. didn't do our brilliant idea. Nope. Murder mystery, or they could do um, you know, if we got to like Princess Switch Five, they could like do a crossover with Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Too fast. Too Ill- too illegal switched. street racing in Montanaro and like. Yeah. I have I mean, to call in Vin Diesel? I don't know. I think the problem is, like, I feel like in order for them to have been like, we're ready to do a fourth. Okay. I don't know if I said this last week, but my prediction for this, uh, I can't remember if I said it on the pod or I said it to Tim. Or maybe both. I thought by the end of this movie, one of them was going to come out pregnant. Like Pregnant, yeah. Even if I it was like just did say that. a passing. That was my prediction. And I thought there was a scene, because, like, Stacey... This is how I categorize the Vanessa Hudgens in this movie, because I don't really, like, mm-hmm. know their names. I say normal Stacey, normal Vanessa Hudgens, which is the one from Chicago. Chicago. I say Queen yep. Vanessa Hudgens, and then I say, like, blonde, whatever. Blonde. I don't even know what I call. Yep. Blonde, <laughs> like, blonde Vanessa Hudgens. Blonde Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> so at one point, normal Vanessa <laughs> Hudgens said, I feel queasy. And I was like, oh, she's pregnant. Yes. But then they never, that never amounted to anything. I was like, never mind. Uh-huh. So... I feel like either one of them would have to say they were pregnant, which that didn't happen. And by the way, yeah. I guess we should say spoilers, but I mean, okay. Like, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. What do you want? It's a Christmas heist. What do you want? Yeah. yeah. Um, or they needed to introduce a fourth Vanessa Hudgens or potentially yes. a fifth Vanessa Hudgens because we've already established that a fourth Vanessa Hudgens exists in the Netflix universe. Yeah. She's she's un, she's unaffiliated. The fourth of Vanessa Hudgens from the night before Christmas is still unaffiliated and unaccounted for in this uh, Christmas movie but world. But we do know. All we do know. But we claim. I think in the night before Christmas exists in the same universe because they act as like Christmas story and this one because they in the if I'm remembering correctly back to like 2018 or whenever that movie came out. And the night before Christmas, it's like a news story yeah. that the what's-her-face from Christmas Prince marries the prince, um, and then we know that those Princess Switch By the and Christmas Prince are the, same universe, are the same universe because they talk about each other like it's real life as well. Yeah. So we know. So it's, by the yeah, transitive a, property, we know that a, all these movies are connected and they're all in the same a universe. A plus B equals C, okay? <laughs> so yeah, so they need to introduce a fifth Vanessa Hudgens to the next side. <laughs> And I'll, I said it in the last movie, and I'll say it again. They should have made Fiona French. I don't understand why they didn't do that. Like, it just is confusing to me that she's, like, also British, but has, like, in their cousins, but they have, like, slightly different... Like, the accents, I 
I don't know. I need like a British accent expert to come in and tell me like, what should these accents be? <laughs> Are they well, different? Yeah, I'm like, in general, they're all terrible. But it's well, it's because Queen Vanessa Hudgens is doing like a very prim and proper, yeah, like Queen's English, and then like um, blonde Vanessa Hudgens is doing more of a like still kind of posh and like boarding school esque, but like with a bit of like I feel like Essex in there. That's what I'm more, saying. Like I mean, more like modern. Obviously, yeah. I can't. I don't have very the British so. ear, but I feel like she needed to do some other. Like do like a straight. She should have done like a Cockney accent yeah, something or something. Like, I wish I had Jack, so was, I wish I had Jack here. <laughs> something very like an example different. You know, like British, like yeah. English, like a different. Mm. It was not different. I mean, enough. we did say they should. We did say we're like how many how many different accents could they get Vanessa Hudgens to do? Like throw Jamaican in there. Like, I feel like French would have been good. I feel like French, French is viable, German. believable because yeah. she's like French I feel like good. English and French people have like relatives Italian. all the time. Like. Especially in the True. royal family, I feel like. Well, especially in a vaguely located country. Exactly. Somewhere in a fake in country. Europe. Yeah, that we don't know what it is. Um, I mean, so circling back, it's a heist movie where, yeah. you know, there's all the Vanessa Hudgenses are, you know, the, so the two, Chicago Vanessa and Queen Vanessa are hosting a Christmas event in Queen Vanessa's country of Montanaro. Yes. Um, so I, I like wrote that down because I was like, I don't, we always forget the name of the fake countries that they're in. Um, but, and apparently Montanaro has a very close ties to Catholicism in the Vatican. That's what I was supposed, saying. Supposedly like a secular nation um, that they were loaned some the Star of Peace uh, by the Vatican. Uh, so people, you know, some dudes from the Vatican brought it and it immediately gets stolen. Well, I wrote... And I said, since this is a fake world, feels like they could have just made up a fake religion. Like, why did they have to tie in the Catholicism and the yeah. Vatican to it? Probably because like, they're like, they're like Christmas, Catholic. Sure, it works. Everything's fake. It doesn't matter. These are fake worlds. <laughs> yeah, fake worlds. Um, so you know, it gets stolen, and they're like, "Oh no, who can solve this for us?" And Chicago Vanessa is like, "Duh, who do we know? That's a criminal. It's blonde Vanessa Fiona." Uh, and she's currently serving out her um, uh, community service for her previous crimes by doing, like, chores at a convent. <laughs> yeah, if you don't remember from Princess Witch 2, she tried to impersonate the queen and also normal Vanessa Hudgens. And there's hijinks ensued. And yeah, lot, there was lots of switches. This one didn't have as many switches. No, that's the thing. That's why Tim said, like, as a Princess Witch, like, feels like they weren't really embracing... The, the switch aspect? Switches. Yeah, there weren't enough switches. Because really, only the two, you know, brunette Vanessas had to switch to become blonde Vanessa. But the yeah. bl- but blonde Vanessas never had to switch back. And, like, they didn't switch as each other. There weren't enough switches in this triangle. I mean, and I'll say that, okay, in previous movies, part of the fun of the switch was that they never told anybody they were switching. Like, yeah. the husbands. And the husbands are dummy. Like... <laughs> Like, we don't know. Well, I have a comment about that later, but really quick before we get into more of the heisty part, a few comments. I find that Vanessa, normal Vanessa Hudgens, the prince or the king or whatever he is now, is still boring. He is like the yes. most boring prince yes. that they've ever had yes. on one of these movies. Yes. I was going to, because I was right before this reading a Vulture, um, like commentary on it. And I agreed with their point where they were like, okay, who does... Of these three dudes in this movie, who does Vanessa Hudgens have the best chemistry with, like, characterize and IRL with? And I'm like, obviously, it's not the, 
like boring king no. guy because he's such Jesus. he's still like a wet blanket Brian. Like <laughs> Oh, I forgot that's what we called him last time. Wet blanket Brian. Totally right. And th- that might have been that might have been from um originated from uh Emily in Paris, but it still applies. Oh yeah. You're right, you're right. Because that was we called her boyfriend, <laughs> Wet Blanket Brian, the boyfriend that she started off with in the show. Yeah. It was like, oh, yep. I don't want to come visit you in Paris. That's too hard. But anyways, um also yeah, from Chicago. He's <laughs> so boring and like just blah. Yep. And yep. I can't I feel like he tried to be kind of involved this time, but it was just so boring. And as you said, part of the fun of the switching was them not knowing that, like, the the men characters not knowing that they were pulling these switches on them, um, and just be like, oh, you dummies. You, you cute little dummies. <laughs> well, yeah. But then and the friend, I mean, the like, the friend. Up, sorry, in the oh, last one when the husband, yeah. like, all he cared about was, like, boning Vanessa. <laughs> like, the whole, <laughs> I forgot. His whole, like, his whole trajectory. That was his whole personality. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, you have good recall. I was gonna say, so that's why it's, like, the relationship between um queen vanessa of montanaro and you know baker kevin is like way steamier and oh, like, seems sure. like a way a way healthier relationship for uh, sure and marriage um than um than uh chicago vanessa and king what's his face so i'm like are they okay yeah someone do like a honestly check in on them? okay here's the other problem that maybe like they could fix for normal vanessa hudgens chicago vanessa hudgens from chicago is that why can't they dress her up like her outfits? And Vanessa Hudgens is a producer on this film, so I don't understand mm-hmm. why her outfits have to be so terrible. Like, yep. I feel like out of all the three Vanessa Hudgens, so Fiona, who's the new one, the one like basically this movie's focused on, has the best outfits by far. Because I feel like they dress oh, up totally. Queen Vanessa Hudgens like she's Queen Elizabeth, but she's like 80 years old. And then... Yep. And then they dress up, like, there was one outfit, okay, and I wrote it down because it was so bad, where normal Vanessa Hudgens from Chicago was wearing a white, like, button-up with a blue, like, she looked like she was from, like, the 90s when it was, like, popular, more popular to wear, like, a blue (laughs) v-neck over, like, a white, like, button-up Oxford or something, and then she was wearing a blue, like, pleather looking skirt i was like what is this outfit you're wearing you're wearing all blue but it's like not like a blue suit or pantsuit it's like you've stuck two styles of outfits together and i'm like why can't they make her look cute and i'm like i get it she's supposed to be like from chicago but also this was my problem in the christmas prince as well when they made her just like i was like is there no royal stylist like <laughs> I agree. I yeah. I feel like she definitely has her character gets the worst outfits of like if all I the was in the royal. Even if I was like a normal person from like a normal life, I'd be like, great. Can you dress me? Because I don't know how to dress myself. Like, can you give me some style? Can I have a stylist? Can someone do my hair? So, anyways, sorry. That was just like in a just like I don't understand why she had to look so terrible. Yeah. No, I agree. Also, I have one question for you before we get into the, like, meat of the plot. You know at the beginning mm. when they're all, like, on the phone and trying to plan this Christmas event or whatever? Yeah. And then the boring prince is, like, on the phone. He's like, we can't wait to see the corgis or something like that. I was like, are they inferring mm. that he's talking to Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> Queen. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I kind of missed that, but I guess it must be because, um, yeah, right now, well, I don't know. Right now, uh, Lizzie is I know, she's not, not doing 
No more, no public appearances. Not doing good over, so, the, over the winter. Thinking so. of you, queen. But, I mean, just, I feel like they call it the corgi thing. Like, who else is that mm-hmm. referring to? But who, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Who else okay. would that be? Enough of my random comments. But yes. So they have to, the prince, the star, whatever it's called. <laughs> the, yeah. So we got, so the star, the star of peace <laughs> gets stolen, which of course I immediately turned to Jack and I was like, as opposed to the square of war. <laughs> That's the level of jokes I have going into this movie. So. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so basically, you know, then it becomes like an Ocean's Eleven plot because it gets stolen and they're like, the only way we can get it back is to steal it back from the person who stole it. So then we get, you know, an Ocean's Eleven heist only of Vanessa Hudgens's. (laughs) I mean, what I'll say though is like, I just feel like they didn't involve the other two Vanessa Hudgens enough in the movie because it was, I feel like most of it was about Fiona, blonde Vanessa Hudgens. Mm -hmm. The guy she's yep. interested in, and then, like, her little two, her crew, you know? Yep. And then at the very end, they're like, we gotta get a switch in here somehow, because there haven't been any switches <laughs> in this movie. True. Also, how has the queen never met the police chief or whatever? When the star gets stolen, they're like, your majesty, here's the superintendent of police. And she acts like she'd never met this person before. I'm like, yeah. you are the queen of this country, no? Like, you've never met this person before? Yeah. And you know what bothered me about the... Chief of police when she was like, you know, it, it's a, it would be a pie crust promise, you know, easily um, made and easily broken. And I was like, Jack immediately said, uh, pie crust is hard to make. That's what like, I was thinking too, but, you know, I don't cook. So I was and like, also, maybe that's... And, yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> no, he said it and I agreed. I was, I had been about to say, I was like, no, pie crust is like hard to make. You have to like do it very cold and like very carefully. And also, like, once you bake it, then it's hard to break because it's meant to contain things. So, like, that's the whole point of it being a crust. I was like, did she mean, like, a graham cracker pie crust? Because that's maybe a little easier well, to I also just feel like that's not a break. saying that people, that's not a thing yeah, people it say. Really, it really isn't. I was like, is I realize they're trying to just really, like, hammer down that these countries are just only about Christmas. So they're like, what's, like, a Christmassy phrase saying we can just make up but it's like they've got to have more than just pastry well, i feel like they're also trying to be like remember we made vanessa normal vanessa the baker in the first up like mm-hmm. movie of mm-hmm. this and we've never mentioned it again and like <laughs> yeah because it's like oh like her and her friend just moved to europe to marry royals no problem yeah. close down their bakery <laughs> but um I feel, I feel like normal i feel like normal chicago vanessa hudgens like you know I feel like she's just lost herself in whatever their country is yeah. called that I can't remember. So I feel like she needs to open, like, her own bakery or, like, do some yeah. business that isn't royal and, like, re-spark. She needs to go on, like, a live, laugh, love, you know, eat, eat pray, pray, love situation. Oh, yeah, eat, pray, love. I was like thinking too love. much of <laughs> She needs a little more live, laugh, love uh, via eat, pray, love, you know, uh, through her own country and, like, you know. And that would just bring back some of the you know, spark between her and what's-his-face. What, what it, though? So I don't boring. know. Well, but then maybe she'd realize, like, actually, I miss being a baker in Chicago, so bye. Yeah, maybe. She'd be like, you're that boring. Fourth one. Um, but, yes, so we meet the guy that Fiona, her love interest, who's, like, her best friend from growing up, and they clearly have had, like, a will-they-won't-they-on-and-off, mm. like, yep. thing going on, and... You know, she has clear clear issues, mommy issue, issues, where, like, she can't trust anyone, and she starts to care about anyone. She pushes them away, but he's some, like, ex-Interpol, now has his own, like, spy 
security agency or something. So he gets the crew together, and they decide to do a heist. <laughs> and um, I feel like before they invited, were getting Fiona like back to the to the castle or whatever to get her help. The they were like the husbands were like no, and I was like. I made a joke that all the husbands need to get out a Sharpie and mark their wife somewhere, like, secretly. <laughs> so otherwise, once she's there, they'll never be able to tell them apart. Like, yeah, they, need, <laughs> they each need, like, a tattoo or something, yeah. like, on their wrist. This is the one I am. Number one, number two, number three. It's like the Spider-Man meme. The um, fourth Vanessa Hudgens in Night's Tale Somehow, number four just, like, appears on her wrist. Like, she doesn't know how. Yeah, she's like, what? What has happened? She's like, what? The number four. Because literally these husbands can't tell them apart. And I was going to laugh later if... Because I feel like in the last one, the only one that could tell them apart was, like, the bad guy or quote-unquote. Like, yeah. So I was going to laugh if when the Queen Vanessa Hudgens, who is dressed as Fiona Vanessa Hudgens, kissed the guy, that he was going to be like, you're not Fiona. I'd be like, that's hilarious. Only the bad guys can tell them apart. But yeah, I feel like that was part of the reason why this one didn't work as well as the Switch movies, because they always told the husbands when they were like doing a Switch, except the one that was gone picking up his daughter. He didn't yeah. know, but he wasn't there, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, so then he, he trains the guy, whatever, her friend, um, who's from Spider-Man, if you don't recognize him. Yep. He trains them all about how to do it. And, of course, there's this part where they have to, like, go through lasers and her crew can't do it. And so Fiona Vanessa yeah, Hudgens. But she's, but she's like, don't worry. I'm, like, the world's best cat burglar and I'm really good at gymnastics. I mean, she was clearly uh, channeling Catherine Zeta-Jones from that movie. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, like, okay. Yep. And then she did, like, a backflip, which is the most ridiculous-looking backflip I've ever seen <laughs> like, a film. <laughs> Like, sure. And, you know, I think pro cat burglars, especially when they're going through lasers, wear their hair in a very long ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> that could just swish through a laser really at any moment. There was a scene where she pulls her head up and it definitely touched the laser, but they did not fix that. And <laughs> both. I'm like, all right. But, you're... I mean, as you said, so clearly romancing the stone plus Catherine Zeta-Jones vibes. So clearly this movie was really just made for the Michael Douglas household with cat like michael douglas Catherine zeta joan household and us i'm yeah. like who else who else is watching these movies it's I don't just know. an homage to them true they that's just, actually just... a good, good point it's <laughs> a really good point um okay so i don't have a lot of notes from this point but so then yeah, me neither they figure that only she can do it but she, they need someone to like distract so basically they have to go to the the guy who stole the stone, or whatever it's called, the star. I don't know why oh, I keep calling it a stone. Probably because I'm thinking romancing the stone. Because it's called romancing the stone. So, <laughs> luckily, the, you know, world criminal who stole the star just happens to be having a party that Saturday. And he has to be an ex of can, Fiona's, basically. Yeah, and he's an ex of Fiona. So, it's like a double, a win-win. And, um... So I was like, ah, yes, the classic Christmas colonial masquerade party. (laughs) We were literally like, what is the theme of this party? Because it was, they, and it had like, of course my head, head, I'm just realizing now, yeah, of course right now, all the like waiters and stuff were wearing like powdered wigs, which I realized was probably now I'm thinking about it, supposed to be like. French Renaissance, like oh. pre-Renaissance time, but in like my mind they just sense. looked they just look, they just looked like colonial. <laughs> like I was like, oh, it's an homage to George Washington and colonial times. 
We've been watching too many things set in America in the 1700s, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, so so basically because Fiona has to be part of this whole like cat burglar situation, mm-hmm. they need someone to act like Fiona. So I love in the scene where they're like, well, Fiona can't be in two places at once. And then the butler guy or whatever is like, can I point out the obvious fact? Like, I like he's like, <laughs> you all look exactly the same. Like, like yeah. why don't we just pull switch? You've done it many times before. <laughs> and it's like, no, dumb idea, dumb idea. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, if I were that butler, I would have been like, I just want to point out that you all look exactly the same and no one has ever questioned it. And we're never like, hey, how did this happen? Why do you all look exactly the same? Should we do yep, a search still. for anyone else that looks like you? Like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. DNA test. We never like, talk here, about spin it. To, spin to these tubes real quick. We'll run a 23 and me. <laughs> well, I think it's also funny because I feel like there's multiple points where when the wives are are dressed up as Fiona they're like that was weird or whatever and I'm like you two literally have wives that look exactly like all the time and you spend a lot of time together and you never say that's weird true that's very true just imagine they're triplets because basically that's what they are so even though we don't get a lot of switches we do then get Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens playing Queen Vanessa Hudgens playing as other British Vanessa Hudgens. Mm-hmm. So we do get like a triple fake yeah. almost. So it's not, it is, we don't get a lot of switches, but we do get that triple fake where she's then trying to be British, but also be British different. Yeah. <laughs> as someone who's British a different way. Like, yeah. So she has to dress fake. as Fiona. The queen Vanessa Hudgens is dressed as Fiona. And at that point, I'm like, what is normal Vanessa Hudgens bringing to the table here? Because she didn't offer to do the switch. Like, I don't understand. Like, nope. so. She goes to the party, she, you know, has to flirt with the hotel guy, and they do a tango while the other people are breaking in, and I, yeah. I like... Yes, because because at the, you know, classic, the Christmas colonial masquerade yes. party, yes. the traditional dance... Is a tango. Is a tango. Obviously. <laughs> and they also have candy cane martinis and... <laughs> martinis, which sound terrible. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds so gross. Um... I have a serious question for you. Okay, let's say you're in a apprentice switch type situation or you're in a heist situation mm-hmm. and you're the distractor and you are oh for and you're oh married, but you're forced yep. to kiss a guy to keep up the distraction. Is that uh-huh. okay? Yes, it's part That's of the what heist. I think so too. I asked <laughs> I asked him that question. I was like, "Say I'm in a apprentice switch situation <laughs> and I have to kiss someone else to keep them from catching the other heist." Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's fine. You had to take one for the team. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she honestly was a terrible distractor, so it was her own fault that it had to get to the point where she was like, she needed that last-ditch effort distraction. But what would have been funny, because you mentioned it before, was that if because of that kiss... Then the bad guy was like, oh, you're not Fiona. Exactly. That would have... <laughs> Even though they hadn't dated in five years. I feel like that would have been amazing. That would have been a great... Because I'm like, the husbands cannot tell them apart, but the bad guys can, which I think is funny. Yeah. That would have been so good. That would have, that would have been so good. Um, yeah. I don't think it's cheating, especially since she went like, bleh, 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 afterward. Just yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, she tried a lot of other tactics first. Also, when she, because later she kisses her husband when he comes back, I was like, did you wipe off that mouth, like, after? Because you just kissed someone else. <laughs> also, I think this is, like, a COVID, this filming of this is, like, a COVID minefield because Vanessa Hudgens is kissing, yep, yeah. like, four different people so in this movie. People. It's very true. But, but at the party, um, 
you know, while she's being a distractor mm-hmm. at the party, mm-hmm. we get a great crossover cameo. Oh, we do, we well, do. Um, is from uh, what's his face, the baddie Simon from A Christmas Prince. Yes. And so it's like, ooh, the baddies He's know like, each other. Simon and then from Aldovia. Yes. And then when we're, um, she's leaving the party, trying to like, you know, escape quickly, um, we get the other essential cameo that you cannot have a Princess Switch film without the random Christmas guy. <laughs> yeah, Tim calls him like the magical Santa Claus or whatever old yeah. Santa Claus guy. I forget what he calls him. He's like, I forget about him every time until they randomly throw him <laughs> in the, too. the movie. Me too. I, I, I wrote, I was like, oh yeah, gotta have a cameo from the Christmas guy. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know the origins of him. With, like, a little wink to the camera. He's like, hi, remember me? Um, <laughs> no, I did not until just did that Did not, moment. did not. But so, yeah, so she distracts the hotel guy, but and then Fiona and whatever his name is, guy from Spider-Man, <laughs> steal the star. And they have an Indiana Jones moment because yep. that's the thing. When they're doing that and she, like, lifts the painting off to, like, do that. I was like, how do none of these art pieces have any sort of security on them? But apparently True. it did because... It, our our New Orleans art heist escape room True. had more security True. and was that more was difficult hard. than that. <laughs> that was hard. Talk about screaming. I still crack up like every time I think about that. And it was because it was like paintings that we had to release off the oh wall. Oh my God. And we'd know, we would know it would happen, but it would slam down and would all scream. It was scary. <laughs> I think the most fun escape room we've done is that Lauren's Bachelorette because we were all like a couple drinks in nope. and everyone's like... <laughs> And I feel like, I don't remember who it was, like, someone was, like, yelling, like, this is how you do it. It was, like, that one, that one was crazy because we got the first clue immediately, but then the lock wouldn't open. Oh, my God. And so, remember, so then so we, had the wa- we had the, we had the walkie-talkie and the... Oh, yeah, that was my uh, fault. Whoever, whoever was in charge of the walkie changed the channel on the walkie. It was me. It was you! Uh, and so then we me. couldn't get back to the... So eventually, like, then we're trying to find other clues, because we're like, okay, maybe it's a different number for the lock, whatever. So we finally get it back on the right channel, and the girl's like, no, that's, like, oh, the lock, you have to push it in before like, it'll release. And I'm like, in the history, in the history of padlocks, when has that ever been something that no, you had to do? that was annoying. That was annoying, so that wasted some time. I mean, we still escaped. We did. Um, thank... Luckily to that, and also my MacGyvering of using my sunglasses, because there was that last bit where we had to pour water into, like, a tank to, mm-hmm. like, float up something, and there wasn't enough water. I used all the bottles of water provided, and the thing still didn't reach the top. I just <laughs> So I just had to dig for I just had to dig for it with my sunglasses. I just enjoyed in that instance the drunk logic of people, because I feel like it made people, like, smarter, more nimble. It was like... Everyone's, like, senses were heightened because of the drinking. That was the funniest thing because it was, like, also probably the most emptiest room for an escape room that I've ever done because they were, like, they knew that people were going to be drunk and they were, like, we just need them to be able to immediately find the puzzles. (laughs) This is Vegas, people. What do you want? I think they actually, we had drinks as we entered the the escape room. Drinks. Well, we had yeah, we had some roadies while we walked or cabbed over there. I, I don't That's remember, the beauty but, of Vegas. Yeah. I feel like they should. I think like during COVID, they should have released all the rules about drinking. You're just like, let us just drink in the streets, roam like animals. <laughs> That's where we're at. But anyways, that was funny. Um, was a good time. But yeah, so she good lifts memory. the star, whatever, a piece off of the thing, and then of course an alarm goes off, so she has to push it down. And it's a, definitely an Indiana Jones situation where somehow a pair of pliers is the same weight as this 
crystal this, like, star gold thing. star. Yeah, this gold star filled with jewels. But then there was a double cross, as I thought there might be. Yep. So they think they get the star, they have to leave Spider-Man guy there, and yep. then she opens the bag and the thing's not there, and she's like, he betrayed me! Yeah, and just when she was, you know, starting to soften to him again, and she's like, how could he? Yeah, oh, but we didn't say that during this time, actually, normal Vanessa Hudgens did have to step up and participate in a switch, because there's some dumb thing where at the convent where Fiona was like, under arrest or under house arrest it's <laughs> having a disciplinary committee yeah which they're like it's gonna be on december 26th and they're like just kidding it's gonna be right now and we're like well we don't know what right now is but we know it's not christmas it's probably like the 23rd or 24th i'm like who are these people that they're working on any of these days Ugh. in the week around christmas i don't know but i don't know why they would have it on the 26th either that's the day after christmas he's still exactly that was my first reaction when she mentioned it the first time being like well fiona has to be back because she has her hearing and i'm like in what world would that hearing ha- be happening before like january 5th <laughs> yeah i don't know but anyway so then they have to go and i'm oh my god the king prince guy is so excited about this heist this is like the most excitement he's had in years in years yeah he's like i get to be involved now <laughs> And he, what didn't make sense to me about that hearing is that it wasn't even a hearing. It was literally like she sat down, the prince said something, she said like two yeah. words, and they're like, we're about to make a decision. I'm like, you actually yeah, didn't ask her any questions board. or anything? <laughs> True. But anyway, so they go and she gets released from the rest of her sentence. So basically after the heist happens, they're like, oh, you're free, but you should stay here and still celebrate Christmas with us. But then... You know, because she never likes to get close to people. Her and her crew are like, let's go to Capri. But then they have to make a stop at her old school where her and Spider-Man, uh, you know, grew up or whatever. And then she gets the star back. She reunites with her mom. Uh, yeah, and which, you know, because they're trying to, like, have all these different sub subplots. And, of course, we get, like, the history of Fiona where it's like, you know, she is the way she is because... Of her, like, you know, mom was terrible. And I'm like, that, talk about a missed opportunity. They have never shown any of the mothers of these, oh you know, three Vanessas. They could have had Vanessa That's in, like, old wanted. woman makeup. Oh, my God. Tim was like, please, <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens in old lady makeup. <laughs> then it would have made what, sense. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> because there was one point where, I don't remember who said it. It must have been normal Vanessa Hutchins. She said, my family's from the Philippines or something like that. And I was like, what? Like, why would you just throw in that line? Does that mean yeah. you all look exactly the same? Like, okay. But yeah, they definitely which should have of, which, old Vanessa Hutchins makeup. That would have been clutch. <laughs> which, speaking of that, um, I kind of want to go back and just like go frame by frame. So the scene where they're welcoming the Star of Peace to the castle mm-hmm. or whatever in Montanaro, they have a bunch of flags up and I swear the Mexico flag is there, but it's, like, all the other flags are European flags. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm, like, I'm very, co- I'm confused. I was, like, did someone, like, order this off Amazon and they thought it was the Italian flag? That could be but true. But it's actually the Mexican flag. <laughs> if it's anyone with an American education, I guarantee they don't know any of the flags. I was, like, they're very close. They probably don't even you know, know, like, the where flag Mexico has the is. emblem in the middle. They're, like, mm. <laughs> So, I am not sure if that's accurate, but at first, like, quick glance, I was, like, is that? The Mexican flag next to the Spanish flag? Look, What's going a on? Of, a lot of countries have the same colors. The flags look similar. <laughs> Who knows? I was like, did they think that was Italian? Because it's like red, white, and green. But like, there's nothing in the middle. <laughs> you know what? You're acting like we know really? what the flags are. 
anyways. Um, but yeah, I think, so anyways, they're at the end, and it's, everything worked out. They got the star back, and yeah. the yodeler paid off. I was very excited. They mentioned the yodeler <laughs> multiple times, and we got to hear them at the yeah. end. Um, but then the guy shows up, because, and then they agree to, like, make it work this time. And they're kissing all around, and they probably spread COVID to everyone. Everywhere. (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens got to make out with three guys, and I'm guessing the one she liked the most is... Was... Middle guy. I don't know what to call him. The the one that was his baker. The baker. his character's name is Kevin. (laughs) Sure. I also like that his daughter, they shipped her off to, like, a ballet academy for this movie, but also okay, they could have had a private jet for her. Like she was like, I have to be yeah. on this plane. I'm like, you own you you're the ruler of a country. You don't have a private jet for this person. Why does she have security? Yeah, I had a note about that because when they first introduced their two characters, like their first scene together, I was like, Where's his daughter at? Like, she was like the best in the first movie. Um, and then I was like, Oh, she's at ballet school? I was like, Was she into ballet? I don't Is know. Is that something I've forgotten? I, don't I think know. so. I think she the more I think about it, I think she was. She might have been. And it's just a plot line that I had forgotten because like I just feel like the whole thing of her, she's, like, part of the royal family now. She's at a school. She has no security. And also she's stuck somewhere because she's taking a normal flight. I'm like, where's a private jet? I don't understand this scenario. But anyways, so all works out the end, as it does in a Christmas movie, of course. Exactly. But there was no baby, and there was no fourth slash fifth Vanessa Hudgens. And no Vanessa Hudgens in old person makeup. So, I think we have two things to wrap up with. One, do we think there'll be a <laughs> princess switch four? Or I don't know, because done? as you said, as you said, there's not really any other unfinished business. Like, they're all happily in their relationships. There's no babies Mm-mm. happening or like, I don't know. Maybe maybe their two countries go to war. That would be, that the, would be a great. the only other. That would be the only other uh, conflict. So it's like friends to enemies. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Forget about like tr- the true real, crime murder twist that I said twist. earlier. I like this one much better. It's like a <laughs> like princess switch, like World War. Four, like. I feel like when it opens up, it's like a post. It's all dark. It's a post-apocalyptic thing, and, they, and then all like the fake countries have to like align. So like the Christmas Prince country has to pick. Uh, we call it Mia Thermopolis and yeah. Genovia. She has to pick a side. Like it's all become like it looks more like Game of Thrones now, where everyone's like, <laughs> and it's like five years House. has passed. Yeah, There's, all the different houses. Something has happened. <laughs> now they're mortal enemies. <laughs> all. It, like mysterious number tattoos started appearing on <laughs> certain people's wrists. It's like, like a like a mix. It's like a mix of Game of Thrones and like uh, Marvel, like Captain America: Civil War, where they all have to pick sides. Well, I feel like if the tattoos start appearing, because there's probably like a hundred Vanessa Hudgens out there, Vanessa Hudgens. they come try to claim their throne because there's some yep. weird situation, yeah. and then. But I like yeah, the idea like the that they've gone to war and then they have to solve the war by the time Christmas rolls around. Yeah, have, yeah. Time to be a Christmas movie. So there has to be yeah, a treaty the de- signed. The deadline, the deadline for peace is, you know, is midnight Christmas Eve. Yeah, because isn't... Remember in the... I think it was the Christmas Prince where last time, in the last movie, there was some treaty yep. tie-in. So I feel like yeah. they could do that here, too, where the yeah. treaties between the two countries... 
Oh, brilliant. Oh my god, oh. I, wish, I hope there's some, like, bloody battles and stuff. That would be... You know what? I feel like that'd be... We're breaking all the tropes Great. here. We had a heist movie for the third one, so why not a war movie yeah. for the fourth so forget one? It, forget about... Yeah, forget about the true crime one and murder mystery that I said before. No. Um, war. I like this one much better. <laughs> okay. So we're predicting it's going to be Princess Switch 4. Something about war. It has to be, like, war. Princess... Yeah. Like, the... Oh, it's, it's the fight for the like throne. The, the fight like for the, the throne. throne. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> Princess Switch 4, the fight for the throne. Fight for the throne. Done. Yeah. Oh my god. We're so good. <laughs> Why don't they listen to us, Netflix? Netflix and Vanessa Hudgens. I need to tweet this yeah. at her. I mean, she was a producer, right? So it's like, you know, yeah, I gotta t- just tweet it at her. Princess, Princess Switch 4, fight for the throne. Okay, so we've named the fourth that we hope will happen. Um, mm-hmm. And then... I think in our in our Christmas movie bracket was that what you were oh, gonna? Oh, um, that's a good point. I was gonna say, would we recommend the Princess Switch three? I mean, yeah, sure. If you've watched the other two, yeah, you, you might as well the watch two. the third one. <laughs> if you haven't watched the other two, I don't think I'd recommend the third one because you will not know what's yeah. happening. I mean, they do that little intro in the beginning. I guess. And it's like, yeah, makes sense. But I feel like if you watch the other two, you know, you watch this it. one. It's like you know, is was entertaining enough, and compared to the other two that we've watched so far, I think it was you know, better. Yeah. Maybe we're in a fantasy world in the fourth one where, like, it's hundreds of years in the future and, like, the kingdoms have split apart and then we have the same thing happen again where, like, the daughter of the, you know, the children of the others, like, maybe it's the guys this time and they're all meet and they look the same and so it's the prince. (laughs) They come together and it's a prophecy where, like, two that will look, that are born by different families will look exactly the same for no apparent reason and no one questions it yep okay so yes christmas bracket so what do we have so far we've done our the only two we had well, we we did we had love hard yep. and we had father christmas is yes. back and we knocked out father christmas yeah. is back with love hard, love so hard now it's like clearly love hard has won versus yeah versus um princess switch three yes Oof, 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 oof. And I feel like despite our girl, Heather McMahon, in Love Hard, I, know. I would have to give this one to Princess Switch 3. I think I... Well, it's tough because it's like, are we basing it off the fact that it's like a Christmas movie? Or are we basing it off like the actual competent movie making? Like, <laughs> it's hard to say. I feel like it's an equal, an equal weighting of both. Oof, 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 oof. Um, yeah, I think I would also have to go with princess switch three if i'm being honest i do love heather obviously i actually like everyone in love hard i just feel like it had its issues with the messaging yeah yeah and i feel like princess switch three while i don't feel like it was very christmasy i feel it was like it just happens at christmas it was like an okay heist type movie yeah (laughs) yeah it was fine i've seen worse (laughs) yeah i've definitely seen worse um so all right so we're saying in the bracket of christmas movies that currently Princess Switch 3 is in the lead. Yep. Yeah. And then next week, we, we're we clear this time, but we're watching for the next yeah. time. <laughs> we weren't as clear last time. We got the dates wrong. Um, we're going to be watching A Castle for Christmas and yep. Single All the Way. That's both for yes, next time, right? Which I feel like that one has potential to. I feel like both of them have potential. The park, I'm so excited about both of them. They both have potential. Yeah, me too. So something a little um, different. We'll see how the how the cookie crumbles, as they say. Yeah, we'll see how the pie sure. crust well, com- crumbles. 
as yeah, as the pie crust falls apart. Yeah, that's the same. Uh, yeah, as a Paul Hollywood would say, it's like, oh, that pie has a soggy bottom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but you said you had two things that you were gonna say, and I don't know if you ever said the second one. Oh, it was just like, would we recommend it? And then oh, the okay. bracket, yeah, yeah, which you reminded <laughs> me of, and I had already forgotten. So I just wrote myself a note to do something about that on Instagram because I was like, I'm gonna do something about that, and I've forgotten already. Clearly. Um, but yeah, that's our second installment of Christmas movies for 2021. Woo-woo. So I think until next week when we talk about Christmas Castle and Single All the Way, we outie. Yep, until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteSisterPod or shoot us an email at MyFavoriteSisterPod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.